You've just invested in yourself by tuning into the Inner You podcast, recording from our studio here in Cornwall, New York, with your hosts, Lynette and Hoyt. If you're someone who is seeking creative inspiration from everyday people around you, in a few moments, we will tap into the minds of artists of all types. From your local wedding photographer, to mural painters, to your aunt who likes to crochet. Have you ever wondered what led a creator to work in that specific field? Let's Let's find find out. So sit down, relax, or don't, just just enjoy. enjoy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. Everybody's probably just my mom and Lynette's mom right now, but hopefully we have a couple more people listening. Welcome to our podcast, our episode one, the um, Inner You podcast is exciting for us. This is something that personally I've been thinking about doing for a long time. Uh, essentially, you know, you, li- you listen to our little intro. It's uh, we're just trying to pick at people's brains and their passions and what we learn about them. So you're in for a ride today. Uh, we have my lovely wife. That's episode one, of course. Priority episode one is my lovely wife, Lynette. And she's going to uh, she's actually going to be part of the podcast as well. Uh, she's going to be also a hostess. Hostess? Is that the right hostess, word? Yeah. Hostess. Yeah, the right word. The hostess cupcake. <laughs> the hostess cupcake. Exactly. <laughs> so she's going to be part of it. And uh, we're going to have a lot of uh, great people on the show from photographers, videographers, artists, and, and, and just stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, so we're going to pick at Lynette's brain today. We're going to learn about her passions, what she likes to do, what she doesn't like to do, why she does it. So first and foremost, like, what is, what are you into? What do you like? What's, uh, what is that passion that, you, that str- drives you, I guess, is the next question. Well, I think, you know, you know me very well. So, you know, I have a new passion like every few months. That is true. But <laughs> my consistent passion slash hobby slash interest would be art, you know, mainly like painting or photography, also videography. So I like those creative aspects. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so that's that's pretty broad. Um, you really, uh, and it's true. You know, being, being married to her, she's she's quite passionate. She has a creative eye to certain various things, and she she gets pulled uh, to to learn more things and more learn new art forms. But uh, so let's get let's get a little bit deeper then. So what what was the origin of this? Because you could have done anything. You you know you started growing up. What affected you or affected your, your you know your way of life to the point that you loved art you loved learning about creative types if that makes any sense um I think like ever since I was little like in school or in child child care I always just loved coloring like it just started with like coloring and I was a very good color oh, like man. even <laughs> as like a little kid like I would color in the lines and like like all the adults were always impressed with my coloring. Nice. So I took pride in that. Like, yes, yeah, <laughs> all these other toddlers are all just scribblers. I color in the lines. Oh man. And okay. other kids can do that too, but I just made me feel special. And so like as I got older, I would do little things like drawing or like little painting projects. I just remember like in school when they would have like an art lady come in every mm-hmm. once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I loved it so much. She would teach us how to paint like like a little Vincent Van Gogh Starry Night type oh. painting. And I just found it very therapeutic, to be honest. I think that's where it started. I found it very relaxing. 
very therapeutic where my mind was just like free to flow as it wished yeah that's really cool i've never heard it that way like therapy mm-hmm. art therapy almost is that a thing we should do that, that. Is a thing. oh it is yeah. a thing dang it mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it came from that sense of uh, pride you know like people acknowledging how good you were uh, and then it did how, make me feel good and then how did it transition to you know I, I like it more than just when this art teacher comes in like when did it become your own i guess I mean, I would always do little art projects at home. Like I would color or do like little craft things. I was in childcare a lot as a kid and they would always have some kind of like craft projects. Mm -hmm. So I loved like working on those and taking them home to my mom and I would make her keep everything. I would cry (laughs) if she threw anything away. So (laughs) she had like boxes of all my art projects for years up until recently. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I guess just doing it more at home, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and what is your, I guess, I know you, I mean, I, I personally experienced it being married to you. I see, uh, in, in our house, if you could see her apartment, there's different things of her paintings and, and, uh, she starts, uh, you know, she went, went to clearings at some point and you've done many projects. <laughs> what else did you, you did lip balms. That's your, that's your current thing right now. You're doing lip balms, but she's, uh, so my, my, my next question is, when do you find time to do all these things? Because I know we live in a busy world and, and for our listeners out there, you know, maybe they, they grew up the same, you know, maybe they enjoyed the same things like you did, but they, you know, they're busy. Uh, how, did, how do you find time to really enjoy these passions that you had mentioned are therapeutic for you? And, and how do you, you know, squeeze in a little bit of time? It is hard because our lives are pretty busy. Um, to be honest, I probably don't, prioritize it as much as I'd like to I kind of just squeeze it in when I have an hour or so of free time um but yeah no I get it I get it and, and where and where and where is that time usually is it after work in the mornings do you do you have a specific area you go to is it in your house do you go outside like what's what's your like if you describe a perfect day how did you how do you squeeze how do you squeeze in your passion of art yeah I would say it's usually like for a while as you know I wasn't working and it was usually like in the afternoons after service um I would do some painting or drawing but now that I'm working I would say it's more like evenings maybe when you're working on something else in the office then I'll do like a little painting or work on something else mm. so yeah no yeah of course (laughs) great great i like it i like it i'm trying i'm trying to also imagine and because we've gone through some trips as well and you know what inspires like your creative eye or your view like what inspires it Um, a lot of times it's nature i like to copy things that i see in nature sometimes it's things that i see on pinterest like if i have an idea in my head but i don't really know what it like I can't picture it. It's weird. I'll have an idea, but I can't picture it yet. Mm-hmm. I'll look online for like inspiration. And sometimes I'll see like two or three different images and try to like make them into one somehow. So I think for sure nature and the things that, that I see around me, but also online. Okay. Yeah. There's just so many assets nowadays. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you would define your style, like what, what, like, you know, is your artists or, you know, who, who, like, what, what is your style? That's a good question. I think I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. I don't exactly. No. That's good. And that, that's the process of it. Right? Keep learning 
what makes us us, right? Because what's beautiful about human beings is, is that individually, we've all gone through things that define who we are and we couldn't control that. Things that we can't control and yet it's who we are now. So it is it is fun learning that style. But I know, you know, personally just speaking beforehand before even this podcast, I know that there has been certain artists or people you you like either how they paint, how they how they do photo photographs, like who are those people like me? And let's say on your if you type in your YouTube favorites who are you the people you're following what are you into um i wouldn't say this is someone i follow because he's no longer alive but i was really pretty much my whole life had been super into bob ross he's very much like the painter that everyone knows but i really love just watching his shows and i even had like a whole bob ross book of like full of his paintings that showed me how to paint them and i think going back to your question earlier about how i've how I transitioned into making it my own was my mom would take me to like art classes at like Michael's or there was this lady who taught like specifically Bob Ross paintings. So I'd go to her house. So after I learned like all that painting knowledge and different techniques, I convinced myself like, oh, I can do this on my own. You know, they helped a lot and I appreciated that so much, but I can also do this on my own. So I think that inspired me to just create my own things. Mm-hmm. But for sure, Bob Ross, as far as painting. Um, and you can imagine uh, uh, how therapeutic his, <laughs> his show yeah. was. It was therapeutic just listening to him. Happy he, little trees, happy little bush. Yeah, he was a, he was a great artist. I, I appreciate his, his strokes and his strokes patterns and things like that. And now, do you remember, like you mentioned, uh, how going back, your mom would take you to Michael's and these different classes when you, you know, you decided, I can do this. Did you go on a little streak where you're just painting like crazy? Like you were just inspired and you're just like, oh, I can do this. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do that. It was like a slow progression for sure. Because I took, I would also take art classes throughout school. And it was just little by little, you know, I didn't want it to ever be a stressful thing that I ended up hating. So That's I would true. do it like when I felt like it, yeah, you know, so that it was, it was a, it was a good and beneficial thing for me. Not something that I, that I didn't look forward to. Excellent, excellent. And do you remember? Do you remember that first painting, that first piece that you're maybe at the time very proud of? I mean, being a you know, being a photographer myself, like I remember that first shot that maybe I was really proud of, and now I can look back at it now, and I'm like, man, that was trash. (laughs) But but is there like a painting or something like that you made that you were like, man, that was amazing, and you hung it up, and now looking back, you're like, I don't know, that was that good. Kind of. Uh, one of the very first art classes my mom took me to was in Michael's and the paint, the teacher, she's super nice, very young, very sweet. Anyways, um, there was I painted like these black and white roses and she was teaching me like how to do the strokes for the roses and how to do like the shading and the highlighting. And I was like, I'm doing this like this is so <laughs> great. And I liked it. I genuinely liked it. But like <laughs> my mom she's so funny she's such a perfectionist that she was like I don't know if that really looks like a rose and she's like let me help you so I let her help me and she like (laughs) fixed quote fixed one of the roses and I remember being really mad at her because it looked like a carnation still a beautiful flower but not a rose and I still get salty when I look at it now but it's just funny now it's like a memory you know she feels bad now she's like I'm sorry but at the time yeah as a little kid you're like no mom 
you ruined it what and for those out there who don't know what a carnation is like me what's a carnation (laughs) i mean it's a flower but it has like it's more full and it has like smaller petals it's like more round and actually like I mean, everyone always says it's still a beautiful painting. My good friends, Morgan Addison, wanted that painting. I was going to trash it, but they're like, no, we want it. So it's hanging in their house now. I'll give that. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Just in my head, I like stare at that rose like. (laughs) You will rule this day, you little carnation. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. So uh, it's not as bad of a story as I had. It's not a bad story. It's just Um, a funny memory so that's awesome so it, it's grown to to what you are today you know you you enjoy i personally you know being my, my lovely wife i've I, I get to enjoy up front and up close you know when she's painting and she's in her zone but to describe to our listeners how do you get into that zone do you play music again are you outside are you you know what's your setting like for you to start painting and just being inspired um, I think it changes depending on what mood I'm in. Occasionally, I will go outside um, if it's not too hot or too cold. But it tends to be a more work to do it outside because I've been getting into like more watercolor lately. And there's just like a lot of things that you have to bring. Mm. So I usually just stay upstairs. But um, definitely music helps. I, I have like a whole like Taylor Swift album that I'll play. Ooh, I don't know why. Swift. You know, she just has so many genres. <laughs> You know, that I can just like, it never gets old. Oh man, shout out to the T, <laughs> T-Swiss fans out there. <laughs> That's funny. Is it T-Swiss? Is that the right way? T-Swift. T-Swift but... fans. So, so, so Taylor Swift is in the album and that somehow inspires yeah. you to say, just get in the mood, start painting away. Sometimes, but not always. It just, I have to be in a Taylor Swift mood. It's not like every single time I'm painting. <laughs> or sometimes I'll just watch like Netflix while I'm painting. That's Even if it's just listening to it and I'm painting. I don't know. I don't really like painting in the quiet i like something going on around me okay i like it i like it and um is there any like books like for example i say there's a again maybe not yet but maybe one day we'll have like kids listening to this and uh there's a kid out there that you know i'm slowly getting into painting is there something like a resource you recommend something that you appreciated that you wish you would have known at their age is there anything like that that you can uh, think of that would really you know, help a, like a younger listener? Um, not necessarily a book. I would just say YouTube it. There's a lot of good information and tutorials on YouTube that really go into depth of like different techniques and how like to do different shading and highlighting. And I would just stress YouTube, to be honest. That's like YouTube. the best place you can learn. No, honestly, I, I agree with that. YouTube is is a great teacher and a great resource. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so, and now that, that same young person, and let's say he was like, I'm, always, I'm not sure if I'm, I like this or not. What would you advise him then? What if they're debating, you know, what they're trying to figure themselves out? You remember that, that time mm-hmm. that you were at that age where you didn't know what to do, what you liked? Mm-hmm. how do you you know how would you recommend and what, what tips would, or advice would you give that person um i would tell them to try different things maybe painting is not their thing maybe they like drawing maybe they like ceramics maybe you know there's so many different if it's art that they like there's so many different forms of art that you might not necessarily like just one you'll be more gravitated towards another so i would advise them to try different things i love it i love it wow and, and just me as a, as a learner here, I just like really pulling, I'm trying to apply whatever I'm learning to, with anyone we interview here, 
to my form of art. And I, you know, for those who know, I, I, I'm really into photography and videography, but and videography, I'm just touching it. I'm not that good. I'm more photos. How would you, how do you think I could uh, combine the things you know about painting uh, and art into photography? How, what, what advice would you give me on that? Um, I mean, you're a great photographer. This is not advice in any way. But I think if someone were looking to incorporate painting, quote, painting somehow in their photography, maybe just... I don't know, seeing it more from a creative aspect and like adding like blur in some areas or I don't know, you could always use like Photoshop, yeah. make things more like artistic, but like good Photoshop, you know, not like a cut and paste. No, of thing, course. Get, get, you know this. Yeah, of course. But, okay. I love it. Okay. So incorporating different forms of art instead of just uh, click and shoot. Yeah. Essentially. Mm -hmm. what you're saying okay now not just 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 i have to ask this because i mean i think i know this you know being married to you i should know this at least <laughs> but those who are out there i'm just uh, probably a funny thing maybe they'll agree with you there's listeners who agree with you what do you think of those art paintings you go to these art museums and there's like i don't know uh some a banana on a wall <laughs> or uh some paint splattered on the you know what's your opinion on that is that art or how do you see it Personally, I feel like an art fraud saying this, but I do not like those. I don't feel, maybe I just don't do enough research on them, you know, to think, to really hear out what their perspective on it is. But I just looking at them, I don't see the artistic side of it. Yeah. And I'm sure I will get hate for that. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm not artistic enough to be able to appreciate it. Yeah. But. I mean, there's always two sides of the coin. For those out there who do that type of art, hop on the show and i'd love to interview yeah, you, you do that type of art like have a good explanation yeah and i will believe you and i will love it yeah because it is at the end of the day art is an opinion uh what makes art valuable is not art itself but the viewer without the viewer there's no art right and that's what the beautiful aspect of it is i mean if there's no one there to see your painting can someone really appreciate the painting i mean i see where i see what you're saying but like if i make a painting and no one sees it it's still art no, of I mean, course, to you, of course, of course. Yeah. But but it's that experience, though, uh, mm -hmm. from the viewer and to you, too, though, the viewer to the painting yeah. and, and, and to those who make that type of art. Maybe and I, I feel like I've seen a couple of YouTube videos about it, that there's people who truly do it for just the money, the business side of it. Right. And, and that's where I can imagine you cringe, you know, because you're you're not out there for the money. You're doing it because you enjoy painting. And it's like almost like an art purist where you see people. <laughs> you know, not that much work or not, not that much practice and somehow, some way, you know, they make, you know, thousands or even millions on yeah. these paintings when you're like, that's not, that's not difficult. That's not a, you know, uh, I don't know the right words are for judging a painting, but yeah. I can imagine in those senses, it can be kind of cringeworthy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, anyone out there who's into that type of art, we're not here to hating it or we want to learn about it. So uh, hop on, send us a, a message through our Instagrams or uh, any other format, our emails, our website, things like that. But thank you for being here today. Before we conclude, though, we have our last segment, which is, a, I'm trying to find the right way to word this, is it explain that piece, explain that shot, you know, because we're going to interview, I'm, we're going to interview from so different types of passions, you know, so I don't know how to word this segment, but essentially as part of the segment, 
we're going to choose where uh, she she chose an art piece that she really appreciates that she or, or an image she took because she also does photography and she's going to explain us the story behind it why she appreciates it it's almost like getting to pick at the brain of the artist which which we we're doing this evening but um you know when you go to a museum and you see an art piece and then under it it just has a title of the of the piece but you don't nothing about it right you have to you have to formulate an opinion yourself so what we're doing is is selecting a piece that you chose and uh, understanding why you took it and why is it so valuable to you so can you share that with us so for those who are just listening to our podcast uh i welcome you to follow us on our on our instagrams uh nru podcast uh, it will be down in the description and stuff like that and you'll be able to watch the video format to see the image that we're looking at but uh, we're going to show at least this video camera and then we'll show also uh, a different format. But anyway, does, describe this picture for us or why is it so valuable to you? Okay, so I know I've been talking a lot about like painting and drawing. This is not a painting or a drawing. This is an actual photo that I took because I do enjoy photography as well. I'm not as good as my lovely husband over here, <laughs> but I do enjoy it. Um, this picture is of my good friends, Morgan and Addison uh, from California. Uh, this was taken a few years ago. I think they were engaged or no, maybe they were still dating. No, they were still dating. And we had, my mom and I had gone with them to Big Bear, which was about like, in, I think an hour from where I was from. And we were just spending the day there taking like a little staycation. Um, it was really snowy up there. So we were like playing with the snow. And there was one part, like one part of that snow where Addison kind of bent down and was like playing with the snow and Morgan like leaned over him and I was like that's such a cute shot so I ran in front of them and I said do that again so like she leaned over him and they were just like just being cute you know he was playing yeah. with the snow she was being like what's the word I'm thinking of like just playful playful yeah mm -hmm. and so I thought it was really sweet and it really captured their personalities really well together because they are truly perfect for each other. They just have like the best personalities and the best people that I know. So I just really appreciated this picture because I felt like it captured their love and their playfulness and how well they get along. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed taking it. And I felt like it represented them very well. And this picture was also a little bit difficult to edit because um, even though it's just black and white, Morgan was wearing these like reflective aviators and I was right there in her aviators, like reflecting, like me taking the camera. Oh. So I had to like Photoshop myself out, which honestly wasn't that difficult, but um, it looks way better now that it just looks like there's nothing. Yeah, I would have never even thought of that. That's, that's true. You would have been in that shot right yeah. there. Ooh, and you did a really good job. Wow. Now, if you would give this a title, what would the title of this shot be then? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. It's okay. Maybe maybe our uh, listeners can uh, throw some suggestions what this shot can be named. And again, thank you for being here with us today. And you'll hear more about my lovely wife, Lynette, and myself in our interview podcast. This is our episode one. Just give me an introduction about ourselves of Lynette. Um, those for who, you know, those who don't know who I am. My name is Joel. Um, I mean, you saw in our little intro segment who I was, but... Uh, I'm a photographer. I wouldn't say a professional photographer because I, I seek to just get better and better, but I do enjoy photography a lot. So um, yeah, the whole purpose of this podcast is to learn more about 
art and people's passions and how we can learn from it. So if you're a person who loves that type of thing, stay tuned. You know, I don't know what the right wordage now is for <laughs> Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Add us to your playlists or whatever. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Those who would love to be part of the show, uh, send us a, a message and we'll love to have you on here and get to know you better and get to know your art and your passion so others can enjoy that too. So thank you all for coming out here today and uh, enjoying this with us. And uh, we'll catch you on the next on the flippity flip flip. Thank you for tuning in. We truly do appreciate it. This episode was sponsored by us. Please check out our website, huelvanzuel.com, where you can find prints, the latest podcast episodes, stickers, whatever you like. Go check it out. We truly do appreciate it. Thank you. See you again soon.